Welcome to the Elephant in the Room with Bishop Michael Bellamy. During this episode, we will discuss the importance of protecting black mothers and babies. One of the greatest miracles we ever witness is the miracle of childbirth. It is God's gift to man and woman to be fruitful and multiply. In James chapter 1, verse 17 and 18, I'll read it for you from the King James Version. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Of his own will begot he us with the word of truth, that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. From conception to labor and from delivery to recovery, the focus of parents and medical professionals must be to ensure that mother and child are safe. But friends, there is an elephant standing in America's proverbial living room. There is a racial disparity in maternal mortality rates in the United States. Non-Hispanic black women are nearly three times more likely to die while in labor or within the first month of giving birth compared to non-Hispanic white women. Today, we're going to discuss the role of doulas in protecting African-American women and children. Our guest is Leola Bellamy. Leola is a doula and provides professional services for women and families. Leola, welcome to the Elephant in the Room with Bishop Michael Bellamy. Hey, Uncle Bill. <laughs> Thank you. And for, for those of you that are wondering who is Leola Bellamy, Leola is our beautiful and intelligent niece, and she is a doula, and it is just a wonderful opportunity for Pastor Corey and I to have this uh, conversation with you, Leola. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> well, let's start. You know, you've got all this experience. Let's let's tap into this experience, this wonderful knowledge that you have on what it is to be a doula. So let's start and ask, what is a doula? Okay, simply put, a doula, it just means servant. A servant to a woman is generally a woman who is serving a um, another woman. And so we have modernized doulas to support um, mothers and families for childbirthing education, for comfort measures, for um, just a support in them postpartum. And now we're even trying to integrate in assisting moms pre-pregnancy and getting bodies ready to be healthy for pre-pregnancy as well. Now, how long have you been a doula? So professionally, I've been a doula for about five years. However, yeah, let's talk I, about unprofessionally. <laughs> professionally, but my sisters will remind me that I've supported all my nieces and nephews' deliveries. Wow. So I've had the pleasure to support as just a support person, loving the 
the dynamics of labor and delivery and just seeing a baby as they enter into the world is just like super amazing. And I had some issues with myself with, I lost a grandbaby and then I lost a, a God baby uh, due okay. to what I feel like was negligence in the medical field. As a result, it pushed me into being a doula. So the, the bad experience, the losses pushed you or um, encouraged you to just go from enjoying the beauty of participating or seeing the birth of a baby to actually doing it professionally and becoming a, a servant to mothers. Wow. What, 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 beautiful, what a beautiful story that is. So what does a doula do? <laughs> what role do you play? What, how do you serve these mothers? Sure. So a doula provides childbirth, lactation education, assisting with birthing plans, comfort measures, labor and delivery support, or coach. They do something as simple as taking pictures and uh, reminding mom and the support team to advocate for herself in one of the most vulnerable times of her life. Now, are you are you all pro, are you, well? You're professional because you have professional training, but do you provide medical care? Are you required to have medical knowledge to serve as a doula? So many doulas work in different scopes. Some doulas are herbalists. Some doulas are midwives. Some doulas are mantris, which are student midwives. Some doulas are simply just doulas. Doula, however, their scope of practice is not medical at all. So they provide emotional support, educational support, and they provide labor and delivery support. The reason why I state that they educate and empower mom, because they educate and empower mom to advocate on her own for providers. So we don't tell her what to do, we listen to what it is that she would like to see for her vision, for her experience, and then mm -hmm. help her manage that by making decisions, the proper decisions. Something as simple as a provider, for example. If your desire is to have a birth at home or have a, a natural birth, you probably don't want to find a provider who uh, has 98% inductions. Okay. Well, back in the day when when um, Marie was having our children, I remember going to Lamaze classes and getting on the floor and, and practicing breathing uh, techniques with her and then going into the delivery room, which was so exciting, going into the delivery room. Um, while she was in labor and helping her with breathing and all of that good stuff. Is this what you all do as well? Help with breathing technique and kind of get her um, get her prepped for, for the delivery of the baby? 
We definitely do. Some moms decide that they don't want to labor at the hospital and they prefer to labor at home. So they'll have a professional to help them labor at home. Some One of the things that I'm very good at is listening to mom's birthing plan. And so, for example, I had a mom who stated that I want to do all of my labor at home, but I want to be at the hospital enough time to get an epidural. So after we do education on the benefits and risk of an epidural, then she decides that that's what she wants. And then we labor at home. I count contractions with her. I help do comfort measures with her. I help her exercise such as lunges, side lunges, squats, um, rolling on the balls, rubbing her back, her feet, everything like that. And then we go to the hospital just in time to get an epidural. It just depends on what it is that she desires. That sounds too exciting. I mean, it sounds like she wants to wait until the last minute. <laughs> Actually, she really does. Um, because if you think about it, when you go into a hospital, it's very sterile. It's not yeah. very hand friendly. It's not very family friendly. Not allowed to eat. You're not sometimes depending on how they monitor baby, you may not be able to get out of bed. So this way you have a more natural way of being able to process the labor, the labor process versus when you go into the hospital, you're a lot more restricted. So I, I don't I don't know if uh, this is a is a good or an appropriate question to ask. So do, are you measuring the expecting mom in centimeters or just in dilation or based on how frequent her contractions are? No, sir. That is out of the scope of a doula. A doula does okay. no medical. Okay. So you just, uh, you're just going based on um, how close her contractions are and how long those contractions are lasting to based on your experience to know, Hey, it's time to go. Yes, sir. Usually about five, 10 minutes apart, contraction steadily within an hour or so. Usually it's about time for baby to come. So depending on that, you'll have an idea. This mom, she wanted an epidural. So usually in that stage, that active labor stage, before she gets to a seven meters, she's not eligible for epidural using that as an example. So you count the contractions. So instead of it being five to 10 minutes apart, it would be more like 20 to 15 minutes apart. And then of course you got to track the travel time as well. Okay. How does, how does the medical uh, profession react to doulas? Are they, re are they very kind to, to doulas? Or are they like, um, why don't you just wait, <laughs> stay in the waiting room until this is done? How do they respond to you all? I got my certificate. It was right before COVID. And that was really a difficult time. Um, and you definitely had to show a certificate to even get into the labor and delivery room. I know initially before I was announcing I was a doula, quote unquote, I know that there were some doulas that was using labor and delivery time and a hospital times as advocacy, birth rights, women, infant oh. rights, right? They was going to make a stand right here. We were going to, but that wasn't the time, you know, the time wasn't doing moms and babies birth, right? <laughs> so I think that some of that hospital staffs kind of frown on. Uh, I have noticed, however, that they kind of like, oh, there's she's a doula. And they'll say that, she's a doula. 
And then afterwards, they'll leave when after the experience over, mom has delivered. They were like, I'm so glad she had you. I'm very welcome. So it's mixed feelings, however. So when you're in the when you're in the delivery room, we're going to go back to, you know, um, being at home. But let's let's talk about the delivery. You're in there with her spouse, mom's spouse. How do you interact with the husband who's also there to provide support for his wife? Or does he just kind of stand back and say, well, she's the professional. She knows how to comfort. Um, she knows how to comfort the, 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 the baby's mom or better not do. And I'm just glad she's here. <laughs> well, it's some of both, right? Um, the whole point of having a birthing plan is the doula coming back and talking to mom and seeing what it is, her vision for labor and delivery. Um, sometimes mom is saying, I just want you to take lead. I want you to take care of me. And sometimes mom says, and not only is it dad, but it's also grandma, maternal grandma and granddaddy, paternal grandma and granddaddy, sister cousins and all of them. And so it just depends on what mom wants. It's been times where mom said, I don't want to see my mom here and I had her mom wasn't in the room or dad is so hands-on I just coach him it's okay to rub her back dad you know it's okay to give her a foot rub and my job as a doula when you have a team is to be a coach kind of if you will this is your position this is your position this is your position it's been times when I was on one side of the leg and dad was on the other side of the leg or mama was on the side of the leg and dad was on the side of the leg. And then I just took pictures. So it okay. just depends on what the family needed. Have you ever had a situation where, where the dad was just uncomfortable with you, but mom wanted you there? Absolutely. Well, how do you deal with a situation like that? He didn't show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, wow. and that's unfortunate. He didn't show. He wasn't comfortable. And she just needed somebody. She, this was her third pregnancy and Mm -hmm. she had been there with him only before. And she felt like he, he wasn't providing support to her. Uh, As a result, she had decided that she would prefer to have someone that was actually supporting her. Let's talk a little about the plan. I guess the mother or either the couple contacts the doula and says, we want uh, someone to assist her doing her pregnancy, go through the whole process with her, even in delivery and after delivery. Do you all sit down and write out a plan? And what does that plan look like? We not only write out a plan, depending on which that that mom or couple come to me, we also talk about providers first. Depending on the community, most doulas have the opportunity to know what the medical fields look like and medical professions look like. They generally have a sense of providers platform for lack of a better word. So they know what what a provider stands for, right? So generally when mom says, I want to go to this hospital, then we like, remember that this particular hospital, they don't believe in, or they don't support for example, VBACs, which is uh, vaginal delivery after cesareans. As a result, since you've already had a VBAC, you may want to consider a different hospital because if that's what you want, you're probably not going to be able to get that here. 
right? So it starts out just in the conception of where do I need to go? And so a doula helps her manage those. It helps dad manage that. Then after that, we go from, okay, this is what your prenatal visits look like. Um, we keep in contact with them throughout the visits, throughout their prenatal visits. We check in on them. We making sure if they have any questions, if they had a visit for a prenatal visit and for example, maybe a little bit of elevated blood pressure, right? So- mm-hmm. A doula is out of the scope of a doula to actually mm-hmm. say, you know, you might want to consider soaking in Epsom salt. Okay. Epsom salt is magnesium sulfate, which lowers the blood pressure, right? But however, as an herbalist, I may say, or other herbalists may say, you know what, you could look into soaking into Epsom salt, right? Or talking to the next time you talk to your provider, see if Epsom salt magnesium sulfate is a good idea for you. Okay. Do you go with the mother when she goes for hospital visits? I have not. Moms generally don't prefer for you to go with them when they go to uh, their medical appointments simply because it's it's already chaotic already. Generally, they want to kind of like decompress after. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pastor Corey, you have a question you want to ask Leola? Leola, you mentioned about C-sections. Why do some providers, doctors or hospitals recommend C-sections over vaginal births? This is my personal opinion because they're lazy. Wow. That's, that's a very cold, hard fact. I know when Gwen was when Gwen was having children, I don't, I don't remember which one is the third one or the fourth or something like that. They actually discouraged us from having more children. Now, um, I don't know if it was because of our race or because they just felt like, you know, two or three children are enough. But when it comes to determining whether a woman has a vaginal birth or, you know, a C-section. I think that is her decision, and that's really not the the doctor's business, in my opinion. And mine's also. I have found that, like, for example, I had a mom whom they strongly encouraged mom to inductions so i don't know if we we are allowed to talk about this we did we did talk about the fact of what a doula does but she also when in the childbirthing education she does talk about inductions inductions lead to about 38 percent of cesareans right emergency cesareans also to that and you can't have an induction without having an intervention right in interventions, it increases the 38% to 68% of cesarean sections. So I feel like that many times it's just due to a schedule of a provider. Mm-hmm. It's just simple. You're not waiting for the natural progression what God intended for a woman to experience and a baby to experience. You're not waiting for those things. This is a way to just push. As a result, it's one of the reasons why we're losing so many people. Not only are we losing them moms and babies in cesarean sections, but we're also losing mom and babies just in the complications of labor and delivery due to simple things like inductions. So back in the day, I remember 
hearing that a woman could only have three C-sections and then she was done. Is that still the case? That is still the case because of the scar tissue. It's so much scar tissue. And especially since if you, if you think about like where, where baby is sitting at in belly, and then you also start thinking about where the spine is. So if all of the scar tissue is in the front of the belly where the, the incision was, baby only has to go backwards, right? Um, right. Which could cause so much issues for baby coming down the birth canal. And then if you start considering tilted pelvics and all of those other kind of dynamics, it can be a lot more complex. So that is reasonable when we start thinking about what's a safe number of C-sections for mom and also babies. The thing about it is most of the C-sections are really not necessary. Wow. That is, um, that's disturbing. It's very disturbing. So, you know, we, we're, we're, we're hitting some of the highlights of why it's a good idea to hire a doula. What are, what are some of the other benefits of hiring a doula? Other benefits of hiring a doula is that some moms don't have any support. Maybe dad is incarcerated or in the military. Another thing is I've noticed is sometimes that, that moms, moms have whole lot of opinions and thoughts about how things were in their days and yeah. they wanna, you know share those things but it's not relevant for today and it's definitely not what mom wishes for her own self so I love the fact that I have the ability as a doula to empower mom to not only advocate for herself in the medical field, but also with families and friends. And sometimes we are just a buffer in a really chaotic area. You know what I'm saying? As a coach, as I stated before, we could just put people in places and give them things to do so they are not stressing mom. But I do want to continue to put the emphasis on childbirth and education and just empowering mom. That's mostly the 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 bulk of what doula does and what is why it's really necessary. Because the the one thing is when you go into the hospital, you have the nurses, you have the doctors, but their attention is everywhere on that floor, right? Yeah. They generally don't come to you unless it's time to check a cervix and I'm doing quote unquote because it's not necessary to do that to have a baby but or to check vital signs you know what I'm saying it's really and that's generally the gist of it when you see them but to have somebody sitting there with you and one of the most crucial times of your life one of the what I call a balance between life and death because that's actually what mom is in when she is right. about to deliver a baby she is in life and death mode she is between that regardless to whether there's an intervention or a cesarean section just the natural progression of labor and delivery she is in life and death and just to have someone there with her it makes a better birthing outcome I want to share some information from a Cochrane review um, titled Continuous Support for Women During Childbirth. It showed that women were less likely to use pain relief meds when they had a doula or less likely to have cesarean births. We just talked about that because you, you encourage the vaginal births. 
Um, and also they were less like, they are more likely, they're more likely to experience a positive childbirth. So how do you assist mom in having a positive childbirth? Listening and being, allowing her to be who she is. It's just as simple as that. Um, medical professions, I believe that sometimes they are so uh uh, indoctrinated with formulas and this is for this. However, they don't look at the individual himself. Um, a doula has the opportunity from almost the time of conception to sit with that person. If you go to a provider, you might have an OBGYN. You, you go to the hospital, you have resident doctors coming in. You have different nurses coming in, depending on how long your labor and delivery is. And then you may not even have the same doctor who checked you who was there with you when you deliver the baby. The one thing that's the consistency is a, a doula. She is not only there from the very beginning, but she is also there to the end until like the first year of a baby's birth. Um, mm -hmm. So that's one of the reasons because she has somebody that's familiar to her, that's heard her, that listens to her, and that wants to implement what it is that she wants. I want to share another interesting fact. Um, According to this review, doulas decrease cesarean sections by 50%, labor length by 25%. You all are almost working miracles in there. So I could tell you how that is. One of them is we are laboring at home. When you labor at home, um, there is a less likely chance of you having a C-section because we are allowing the natural body to do what is naturally created to do. And we have educated mom on that as well, right? So from the very beginning, when she says, I want a, a natural delivery, we tell her the ways of having a natural delivery. Um, something as simple as decreasing meat and eating fruit and vegetables. Wait a minute, wait, wait, let's, let's, hit, let's hit the pause button there. You said decreasing meat, eating less meat? How does that help? <laughs> that helps because it cleans out the colon with eating more green vegetables, right? I don't know if you remember when Auntie Gwen was in labor and delivery, they probably gave them an enema. Remember, they stopped giving yeah. enemas. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So the one thing about giving enema was Sometimes the feces is impacted and baby is like this trying to get through the birthing canal, but they can't get through because you full literally. Yeah. Okay. So by decreasing um, the amount of meat that mom eats, so that's a change in diet. She's able to shorten the length of her, of her labor by up to 25% and then pain meds by 40%. Do you all advise mom against or for epidurals? Because I'm looking at a stat here where the role that you all play decreases the use of epidurals by 60%. Remember when I told you I had a mom who decided she wanted to labor at home and get an epidural. It is not our job or a scope of practice to say, do not get an epidural. The only okay. 
that we do, however, is see what mom wants and then we implement a plan. Plan simple as sides, lunges, squats, using what is called a rebozo. Um, that's a material that kind of shingles the, the waistline that it has baby to come down the birth canal. It's so many techniques that you can do naturally to prevent cesarean sections that you could do simply at home by just inverting your body and just using gravity, you know? And so that is what doulas are doing. And remember, we are not allowed to practice medicine. We're not allowed to suggest taking medicine or anything like that. The only thing we can do is advise and an advisement is to try to do everything natural. Thank you for joining us for this episode. And if you want to know more about doulas, please contact us and we'll be more than happy to share more information with you on protecting black mothers and babies. God bless you all. Be safe and stay healthy.